music with me Famous scenes with drama queens and heroes Acted out there on the silver screen Come grab a seat, popcorn is on me Hello, welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. Norty Manning II here hanging out with Douglas Davidson. Good to see you back. I always love having you on the show. Uh, it's a to be here. We, we, we've had you a few times, uh, mm -hmm. and, and this time uh, you're not sweating like you were before. Uh, and I'm we less do nervous. Use that clip. We use that clip quite often. And, uh, for any, <laughs> you know, Aww. it's either that or it's the guy flying the plane in the movie airplane where sweat's just kind of pouring off of him. So we've, we've created a, a pretty cool gift uh, of that particular uh, installment of Douglas Davidson visiting us here uh, at Meet Me at the Movies on uh, Web Night, um, Scene 19 TV. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, just this week, um, recently, the announcement for the North Carolina Film Critics Association yes, Best did. of Cinema uh, Awards came out, and um, you and I both serve on the governing committee. You are the uh, the president of the organization, and we've had a pretty interesting year. We've launched a new website. Mm -hmm. uh, we've uh, added some new categories to our awards, and I think we're starting to get recognized even more, and I'd like for you to just share some thoughts about uh, North Carolina film critics before we dive in and, and share some of these awards. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, just to put credit where credit is due, our brand new website was your brainchild, which you were sort of pushed on. Don't shake your head. See, you don't want to take credit for it because, you know, if somebody says anything bad about it, you're like, no, 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 it's Douglas. That's right. But we started it under the stewardship of Kenneth Moorfield about a year or so ago. And you just kept that ball running as we switched over the governing committee and uh, Joe George, Joseph George, uh, joined us. But we've got this wonderful website where we can actually show what our membership looks like. And this design is a lot more dynamic. We get to show off the variety of members that we have, the variety of places and forms of media, the mediums that they write for. So we've got podcasters and we've got writers and we've got television personalities. I think you know at least one television personality <laughs> that, that, that works with us. But we have such a wonderful membership and through this website, we're not only able to show off, this is our 10th annual awards. So we're able to actually show off everything that we've done over the last years, the various uh, performers and films that we've been able to recognize, but also put out there, hey, here's other stuff that we do. You've done a wonderful job. If you guys watch this and haven't checked out the website, it's ncfca.org. We do encourage you to go check oh, actually, it out to see who your local N critics are. ncfilmcritics.org. Oh, NC .org. Wow. Uh, that's... It's been a day, folks. Been up very early counting all the votes for our final thing, so I do apologize for that. But ncfilmcritics.org. Go there and check it out, not just to see who your local critics are throughout North Carolina, but also because there's a wonderful segment that Noel actually curates himself, and he won't admit to this, but he does a wonderful job with it called Real Thoughts. So not only can you go and find some of our members, but you can also see a few of them that are highlighted, not just with their reviews, but they do interviews and they do essays and they do all kinds of wonderful things, which really shows the shades of criticism that we get involved in. So it's a really wonderful website and we are currently at 55 members. 
And it's, it's a dynamic group that's an opinionated group. We don't always get along. And honestly, that's one of the best things. When I say we don't get along, I mean with our opinions. Right. And I wouldn't want us to. I like that when our nominations came out, they didn't look like other people's nominations. You could start to see front runners and things of that nature. And, you know, commonality is fine. There's certain films or performances that are going to be great. But I loved that we had such incredible variety in our nominations. It was fantastic. Yeah, I felt the same way. I I felt the same way. It was really good to see uh, the dialogue actually going on before the nominations came out. We went uh, and, and went into this uh, uh, dialogue board using a, a, a website, Slack. And uh, I thought that was so beneficial for all of us because we were able to have different channels or different categories that we could go in and talk about. And I've heard from, from several members that they really appreciated that opportunity. Uh, it was a you know, It was a group that was uh, all about being able to dive in and look at the different categories that we uh, had as uh, best out of the year. And you could share your thoughts on why this is or not, this isn't worthy. And, and everybody's opinion matters. And that's one of the things I really do love about about what we've been able to do and the group that we're involved in. And it's from little, literally the coast to the mountains uh, of North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really everywhere. is. Yeah, we're everywhere. And so uh, thanks for sharing all that. The website is uh, ncfilmcritics.org if you wanted to check that out. Well, we did uh, announce the winners for the 10th Annual Awards. And uh, we had uh, a few that were uh, that were kind of dominant uh, from the standpoint of uh, more awards than others. When you look at the nominations list, uh, I'm going to see if I can scroll down to it. Excuse me for not looking at the camera. Uh, Dune had 13 nominations. Uh, we had uh, The Power of the Dog with 10. Uh, and West Side Story, just on the outside of that double digit, they had nine nominations. What was interesting, uh, and I'm going I'm to just tease West Side Story. There's a little interesting tidbit about West Side Story that we'll share a little bit later. But uh, let's talk about the films that had the most wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Douglas, and I'll let you uh, dive into that. Well, the one that had the most wins overall and actually won for our best narrative film was The Power of the Dog, Jane Champion's adaptation. It's a phenomenal film. It it is well-deserving of the recognition. In fact, all of our nominees in that category, we had 10 nominees uh, to nail down to or to, to shorten down to one. All of them, to me, deserve to be on the list each and every one of them. And that's everything from Drive My Car and the French Dispatch, Dune, The Green Knight. So we, we've got some wonderful films. They're big budget films. They're small budget films, international films. And I've, I'm very proud of what we chose. And certainly The Power of the Dog deserves all the accolades it gets. It's one of my favorite films this year. Yeah, and it won in categories that included film, uh, best director, uh, actor, Supporting actor, uh, adapted screenplay, and cinematography. So uh, it did uh, did pretty well uh, in that list, uh, you know. It, and it was pretty close, probably to to winning a few of a few other of those categories uh, that it was nominated in as well. You know, uh, if Dune hadn't shown up in a few of those other categories, I suspect that uh, Power of the Dog would have swept a lot of the awards here, just in terms of where Dune landed in in its in its winnings as well. It's and Dune and, and Dune did pretty well as well. Won five mm-hmm. awards. Uh, what were some of those uh, categories in which Dune uh, walked away? Well, let's see. Dune walked away with 
I have to scroll down a little bit because I also got it up <laughs> here as well. They won uh, for best score Hans Zimmer. And by the way, uh, not only having gone through the bonus features, but having actually listened to Zimmer talk about Dune really creates an appreciation for this score. He created new instruments to create new sounds for this. He, without referencing any individual or any previous film, he recalled, he, he shared a story where he went to see a very famous space, space age opera-esque science adventure and the music came up and he went, wait, they have French horns there? And so he had that same mentality with Dune where let's create something absolutely brand new. And you can hear that in every bit of this score. And Zimmer uh, was, was a double nominee this year because he was also nominated for best score for No Time to Die. Oh, that's Correct? right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, so if he had yeah. lost, you know, it would have been pretty bad on him. So there you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, I suspect there's, I mean, obviously there were members that felt very strongly about Dune, but we have a few members that felt extremely strong about Dune, even prior to its release. So I was Absolutely. not too worried about the Dune contingent and how it would be represented. <laughs> but certainly with the sound design, uh, that that one, that team that worked on the sound is the stuff that they did, the research that they did, not just... Uh, playing with the usual Foley techniques, they actually went out into the desert and figured out the mechanics of how sound travels through sand yeah. in order yeah. to create some of some of the uh, uh, well sound that you hear in the film. It's, yeah, the technical categories is really where Dune was shining strong. Oh, it, they deserved every bit of it in the production design. They mm -hmm. also won there. If I've only seen the movie at home, so I can't imagine. I, I believe you saw it in theaters, so you can speak to that experience. And I know that Denis Villeneuve designed this film specifically for theatrical viewing, not in an elitist, glib kind of way where he wanted people to see it in theater, which some people took that as. But now having listened to him speak and some other things, this film was literally designed for the theatrical experience. And you can see that in the production design. You can see in the little details in the scale that they put into in these sets. They made as much as they could and they wanted to feel tangible so that when they use CG, you never lost that sense of realism. It's impressive. Yeah, and, and there are certain films that the larger the screen and the better the sound design uh, system that you've got that you can listen to, the better. And... Uh, this is one of those films. Uh, uh, Thomas, um, uh, our uh, co-host, who is off doing who knows what today, uh, he probably I think seen Dune. Yeah, probably so. Probably going to see Dune. Yeah, he, he saw it in IMAX, and 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 you know that experience. Uh, talk about a large screen and, and some pretty amazing things. Yeah, uh, Dune is is well worthy, and this is just the first chapter of it. And I tell you, when it came out, and they were talking about, well, this is just chapter one and if they get enough money they're going to do a sequel i'm like what you're gonna you're gonna leave me hanging literally in case it, and if it doesn't make money it's like well too bad oh my but but it didn't take long it was that first weekend and they knew the money they had and so we're going to have the another chapter coming but special effects also costume design uh was another uh award that uh, this movie dune picked up so uh so kudos uh to all those who helped bring this movie to life. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half. Uh, there were two other films that we had, a minute and a half before the break.
<laughs> get that out there a uh, minute and a half uh, before the break and uh, two other films got multiple awards uh, those films were mass uh, and licorice pizza uh, and and share a little, some of your thoughts about about those particular films I really loved Mass as a directorial debut from director Frank Kranz. It is in, it is a powerful piece of cinema with four actors that absolutely give their all and dowd uh, one for supporting actress. She absolutely deserved that. Uh, it is the kind of performance and the kind of film that just resonates with you. Don't schedule anything after it. You're going to need some time to resonate on that. Absolutely. Um, Licorice Pizza did not resonate with me at all. However, Alana Ham's performance as one for Breakthrough and I believe um, original screenplay for, for Paul uh, Thomas Anderson won as well. Congratulations to them both. The movie didn't work for me as it did for our other members, but I did respect and understand why they, they awarded it those. Absolutely. Yeah, I felt the same way with uh, Licorice Pizza. It, it just, I, I, to me, I thought it was good, but not great. Uh, I, I, I did not love it by any means. Uh, and I was talking to Thomas, and he said he felt that the screenplay was actually the weakest link in the film, which we, he thought was pretty interesting that, uh, that we ended up awarding it uh, as um, Best Original Screenplay. Mass also was the winner for Best Ensemble uh, which is pretty fascinating because that film itself was literally uh, a film that without that acting, I mean, that, that's, what, that's what made this movie happen, happen. And if you watch that last 45 minutes of that film, wow, um, it, it, is, it is stellar. It is absolutely stellar. And so if you're wanting to watch a film that uh, is driven by the acting, I highly recommend Mass. Uh, which is a two-time award winner right here for the North Carolina Film Critics Awards for 2021. Douglas Davidson, president of the North Carolina Film Critics uh, Association and also a good friend and a uh, recurring uh, character that pops up here on Meet Me at the Movies. We are talking uh, North Carolina Film Critics Awards for 2021 uh, and celebrating the achievements of those who we honored. We're going to take a quick uh, intermission right here. We'll come back uh, with much more. Uh, right after. Won't you come and meet me at the movies? Won't you come and watch a flick with me? Famous scenes with drama queens and heroes acted out there on the silver screen. Come grab a seat, the popcorn is on me. Do you like to work with your hands, build, make something work, show, I've done this, turn your interest into a career? Construction trades at Cleveland Community College can give you the skills you need. Well-trained electricians are in high demand. CCC delivers hands-on training both in and outside the classroom. CCC makes it simple for students to get ahead, whether they want single courses, certificates, diplomas, or associate degrees. Now the question is, are you ready to start your journey today? COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Millions of doses have already been given in the United States, and these vaccines have the most intensive safety monitoring in U.S. history. If you have questions, get answers from a reliable source. CDC.gov. 
don't ignore the subtext. It's on us to intervene in sexual assault. Because we can. Take the pledge at itsonus.org. Hi, I'm Shara Miller, the host of Artworks. Each month, we bring to you wonderful, talented artists from here in, in Cleveland County and, and the region. We have artists, we have potters, we have painters, we have musicians, we have actors. We just have wonderful artists that come to you and tell you about all that they're doing, their creativity, what inspires them. Join me here on Artworks each month on C19. You can also watch us online at c19.tv. Won't you come and meet me at the movies? Won't you come and watch? Hello, welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. I'm Old Team Manning II here with Douglas Davidson, and we are chatting about the North Carolina Film Critics Association Awards, the 10th annual awards. Uh, so, so we're we're legit. Uh, when, you, when you survive a when you survive a decade uh, in, in this world, you're legit. So we are we are legit. Uh, we should have and, gotten uh, Kenneth Marfield, our our founder. <laughs> something. What is it yeah, like a silver right. anniversary? Is I yeah, forget. No, no, that's like, twenty. That's that twenty five years, isn't it? I, I, okay. I well, we'll get I'm... him silver in another fifteen <laughs> years. We'll figure out what the ten thing is. Ken, sorry, we owe you. We owe you a little something. Yeah. Well, we'll give you a dime. I've got a dime in my pocket. <laughs> so we'll we'll send that. That's ten. Ten, 10 cents but uh but congratulations to all the winners before the break we talked about the big winners the ones that won multiple awards and so now we're going to kind of go down that list and we'll also maybe if we have time share some thoughts on some of our favorites uh, as well best documentary a good list of this and it's i tell you um three of these uh nominees were all music related documentaries uh and uh and one of them was a documentary on a film maker and so very entertainment driven was the the documentary award uh, documentary category this year mm -hmm. absolutely and we of course gave it to quest love summer of soul or when the revolution could not be televised what a powerful documentary it was if only for and in a different way than before the break we talked about mass this one is powerful in the way of it's uplifting it's it's seeing a community not just a culture, which it was, but a community come together and to see how all these behind the scenes pieces work together. One of my favorite things about this uh, documentary is that Questlove is not on camera, but he's talking to people and occasionally they do these talking head interviews like we're sort of these heads that are here now. But every now and then he would show them footage, but he would show them reacting to them yes. watching yes. themselves. That was one of my favorite things because you could just see all of these emotions go over their faces. And not every director would have thought to do that, to create, in a way, a, a wonderful emotional tether between the material he's showing you of people you may not know and connecting it with people in the present. And it was, it's, it's, I cried a little bit. I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. it, it you, know, you see lost footage like this and you're like, why have we never seen this before and uh and why have we never seen this story told in this way before and and yeah love that uh and also love many of the other documentaries all the other documentaries that we had uh we had one of the documentaries that was uh, also uh, an animated documentary and it's yes. one of those and, a, and also uh, a foreign language and mm -hmm. so the, there were there was a lot of talk uh, early on about okay was this movie flea going to show up uh, in animation documentary 
Uh, and is it going to show what was the other category? Uh, animation, documentary, and um, oh, foreign, foreign language. language. You know, mm-hmm. is it going to show up in those three categories? And it was it made it to two. About. Yeah, it, it made did. it to two. And it's it did. and if you're you're not familiar with Flea, uh, do highly recommend that one. That yeah. is, uh, it's the kind of story. It is a documentary, but it is the kind of story that by moving it from uh, traditional physical to animation. It enables them to tell a story that is very, very powerful, very, very um, emotional um, about violence and and trying to survive that violence in a way that is much easier to digest. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Uh, best foreign language film. Go ahead and kind of dive into that. Uh, drive my car. Uh, the winner of this, a, a Japanese film. It's uh, it's not it's not a, a song by the Beatles, but I guess it is. But, it's, <laughs> but that's not what this this movie is about. Uh, this is one of those that uh, that that you know is has had a lot of talk, a lot of buzz. It actually showed up on our top ten list of, of narrative films as well. And that's one of the things the North Carolina Film Critics Association has done for several years. We have recognized the international foreign language films as in our best. And yeah. last year, you know, Minari was one of those, and we've had Roma in that list. And so uh, it's always nice to see us recognize film for what it is film. It doesn't matter uh, the language, and, and language does not provide a barrier. So I love that. I love seeing that film. Uh, my favorite. Uh, favorite film of the year actually was Riders of Justice. It got nominated. And so, of course, that got my vote. Uh, and I highly recommend that film. Absolutely. Uh, I actually voted for Riders of Justice as well. I very much enjoyed Drive My Car. I actually yeah. watched it uh, shortly before voting. And it is a it is the kind of movie that, while it is three hours long, needs every moment of that three right. hours. So you don't feel like it drags it's wonderfully paced the story is engaging uh but i couldn't help but ri- but vote for writers of justice yeah. because it is a film film dealing with um causal theory in a wonderful way it is a thoughtful film it's a it's it's sold as an action movie with mads mickelson right but it's a philosophical drama and yes. while it has action moments in it, it's more about communication and loss and how we process grief. And, yeah, and relationships are tied up within that as well. Yep. And it's just a really nice barn. It's just it's just yeah. a wonderful barn. <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry. There's, yes, there's a character that just loves barns. Anyway. <laughs> well, best uh, animated film. Uh, this is one category that you have really uh, been deep into uh, over yeah. the past year. Uh, so share some of your thoughts on the winner and then uh, some of the others that, that maybe uh, you thought were worthy of talking about. Absolutely. Uh, the winner for us was uh, Mike Rianda's Mitchells versus the Machines, distributed by Netflix, available for streaming now, as well as by Sony Pictures Animation. It is a phenomenal film that when it first hit my radar, I was just like, okay, it's going to be a family movie with the apocalypse. Okay, it'll be cute. But it ended up being incredibly, <laughs> surprisingly <Sorry>. layered. <laughs> Family movie about the apocalypse. There yeah, you go. It, yeah, but it's an animated movie. So, you know, you can <laughs> cartoon rules is how we describe it in our house. But it ended up being this really wonderful family story that is layered with love of cinema. So, of course, I'm a bit of a sucker for that. 
And if you've ever felt like an outcast, there's a bit of that element as well. But for me personally, what I really connected with was the presentation of neurodivergent characters. And one of them in particular reminded me a lot of my eldest son. And so I just, I really connected with the film. He absolutely loves it. And it's also my most watched film of 2021 with nine full viewings, I believe. Wow. Wow. Uh, I think three of those were before it officially hit Netflix, uh, because I was lucky enough to to review it in advance. Uh, Of the other four nominees, each of them could be discussed in a similar way, where they are more than what they appear to be, which is why I was so delighted to see them appear on our list. Uh, Flea, we've already talked about. Luca's is is a Walt Disney production. That one to me is a little bit more traditional in its approach, but it does have these wonderful layers of identity and how we fit into a community, which is really wonderful. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is a film from Disney that came out in March. It is available on Disney Plus right now. If you haven't seen it, it talks about uh, South, South Asian communities and cultures, brings them together into sort of a fictional one and lets you explore different things that you potentially may not be familiar with. But uh, Encanto, which is also on Disney Plus as of December 24th, that one was for me my second favorite. The songs are on loop in our home. The film is one that can be watched as a family movie, but also as an adult film exploring generational trauma and familial conflict. These nominees are incredible. And we also, uh, Encanto, you mentioned, also received a Best Vocal Performance in Animation or Mixed Media Award uh, for us as well. We did add some, some new awards this year. Yes, uh, we best, did. Uh, best Stunts, uh, and that went to Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. uh, or is it Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi. But, you know, in, in, in Cleveland County, Shang-Chi? <laughs> well, it's the difference between Cherival and Cherryville, so yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, we also, uh, what, are, what are some of the other ones? Oh, I, I, I can't forget uh, Best Actress, uh, Jessica Chastain, for uh, playing Tammy Faye Baker in the eyes uh, of Tammy Faye. Do you want to what make a sure performance. I mention? Yeah, she was, she was incredibly amazing uh, in that. The French Dispatch uh, also got Best Editing. Also, uh, Cruella, uh, Best Hair and Makeup. Well, well-deserved uh, in that. Yes. Uh, and uh, best original song went to No Time to Die. And uh, what else do we have that we have not talked about? Right. The directorial debut. Whew, so happy about this one personally. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sarnowski, who directed Pig. If you yeah. haven't seen it, it was distributed by Neon. The premise of it, put simply, is a man out living in the woods has his pig stolen and he has to return to civilization yep. to get his pig yep. back. It sounds yep. like it's going to be John Wick. It is not John Wick. No, it is no, a this... slow story. It is a uh, thoughtful and emotional story. And it has personally one of the best performances of the year, as well yep. as from Nicholas yep. Cage's career. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, please, please, please do check that out. Absolutely. Yeah, Pig, pig was definitely a crowd favorite. And I think uh, we, we saw that in the early a dialogue as we were leading up to nominations and it received pig pig received numerous nominations and it's it's well worth checking out uh, we are about out of time but i do want to mention mm-hmm. lifetime achievement award for screenwriting this year we're choosing uh crafts screenwriting was what we decided to go with this this year the cohen brothers uh, earned that honor 
and the uh, Ken Hankey Memorial Tar Heel Award went to Jonathan Majors. Uh, this year, you could find him, you could have found him in 2021 in Loki and also the Harder Day Fall. And I teased a little bit earlier about West Side Story. West Side Story received nine nominations, zero wins. So, uh, so sorry about that. Uh, if you want to check out the full list, you can go to ncfilmcritics.org. And I appreciate you guys spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, you can join us each week right here on C19 TV. Douglas Davidson, thank you so much for your time and thanks for your leadership on this group. Again, it's ncfilmcritics.org. Uh, until next time, I'm Nolte Manning II, and that is a wrap.